0: It is 10.04 here on SENZ and yes, uh, the final moments of that match the other night which confirmed that the Central Pulse uh, we we're completing uh, an incredible turnaround in a challenging season of ANZ Premiership Netball because of COVID disrupting both squads and schedules, make-up games, etc. Through it all out, they are the shining light. 56-37 over the Northern Stars after leading 15-6 in the first quarter. Never really let the, the Stars back into the game. Joining us now to, to reflect on the season uh, is Courtney Tairi, of course, uh, Former silver fern, now netball commentator Courtney. Good morning to you. And I would imagine that uh, Pulse uh, coach Yvonne mccausland Jury will be waking up a very happy lady this morning. Good
1: morning, yes, yeah, she's waking up very happy. As are all the Pulse girls. Uh, they were just on fire last night, and they just the stars didn't have an answer for them. And Yvette, she's a mastermind, so you know a lot of people were backing the stars on their momentum heading into the grand final, but. I thought that would outsmart them and outplay them.
0: Wasn't that long ago we were actually talking about the Mystics winning the whole deal, so that, that effort <laughs> sort of compounded compounded a wee bit, didn't it, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, it did, and they got hit with a second bout of COVID at, uh, I guess, not the best time, and then their big their shooter in Grace and Grayson and went down. So, you know, you got to feel for teams, but we did say it's, it was a crazy season. It was going to be survival of the fittest, and who had the depth in their team to last the season and it really did come down to the pulse and they have the youngest team uh, in the competition so it's a big nod to them and also a big nod to Evette.
0: So often, Courtney, we look at statistics and we talk about the success at the shooting end but one of the reasons the Pulse have been so successful is uh, they've been a very good defensive unit.
1: Oh, last night, the Stars had no answers for them especially when you think a lot of those girls who play for the Stars are Silver Ferns I played in pinnacle events and so tell you what the work of Kelly Drury, she should make the Silver Ferns, uh, no doubt about that. She was unreal last night also with Christiana, Manua, Maddie Gordon, the work out the front of their midcourt. The stars were going lateral and backwards in the first quarter and they just could not penetrate forward because the pulse defence was just too good last night.
0: Alia Dunn, of course, uh, was outstanding as well once they got it down to the attacking side of things got it in her hands, it was pretty much a done deal 44 from 47
1: Yeah, I've been really impressive, Alia she's actually the most accurate shooter in the ANZ Premiership the last four years in a row and so we would all love to see her in the black dress she has been there before Um, and I think she really put her hand up last night for that and you know She is incredible. They're all still so young, this pole side, so it's scary to think, if they can hold on to majority of their players, what they'll be like in
0: the future. Like all squads, they had to dig deep. They had to go outside squads. They had to get uh, people coming back uh, out of retirement, etc. Um, and the Pulse managed to do that with uh, Erickana Peterson as well. How crucial was her comeback uh, to the team?
1: Honestly, for some of us there at the game last night, she was our MVP, if not close enough to Kelly Jury, who got the MVP last night. So Ericana, she retired at the end of last season. She played for the Tactics. And then the Pulse lost two players in uh, preseason, but they needed someone to step up. And so Ericana, she answered their calls. She moved from Auckland to Wellington for the season, just thinking she was going to fill in here and there. And then she became, honestly, their shining light She was their centre all season. When she went off during the season and they put other people in centre, they weren't as strong. And just to see her last night, she was so happy. Her family was there. We said, Kana, you're playing your best netball. You need to keep going. She was like, I want to go out on a high. I said I was done last year. I said, exactly. And now, look, you've won a premiership. You could go again. Whether she will or not, I don't know. But I think it was her best season. And I think one of the best minds for the Pulse.
0: Okay, so going into the final, the Stars had a 2-1 win win running record over the Pulse. Uh, Was it a case of uh, them just being uh, out-thought, out-classed last night? I mean, were they disappointed in their performance, do you think, as they reflect this morning?
1: Oh, yeah, they were very disappointed um, last night when we went in match because obviously you're friends with all these players you've played with a lot of them but for me on Wednesday night we did wonder did they play their grand final on Wednesday against the Mystics to get into the grand final I didn't think they did they played very well they had won seven on the trot heading into the grand final but I knew in the back of my mind Avet was sitting at home and she was just picking apart their game and then when I spoke to Yvette yesterday she said oh Don't worry. I have made them go through every scenario, the Pulse girl. She made them plan for double overtime. So she had thought of everything. She she'd worked out the Stars game plan and just broke it down. And you could see that in that first quarter when they were up by 15-6, which is unheard of. I mean, the Stars should have had at least 12 goals, um, but they just couldn't get the ball in. And so I think they were outsmarted, outwitted, and just... You know a bit. she just broke down their game plan and they didn't have the answers. The Stars had a short turnaround, but they had done enough, I think, to uh, take it to the Pulse and put up a better performance than that. And like you said, they'd beat them twice in the year. So they knew what to do against them. Unfortunately, they just didn't put it out on court in the biggest game of the year.
0: Pulse finished fifth last year. Uh, this is an incredible turnaround. And, and now, you, as you mentioned before, the squad is basically very young. Uh, are we looking now at uh, a possible real dynasty? I mean, they're already the most successful side.
1: Well, they are, and I think we, you, we are looking at a real dynasty as long as they can keep the core group of their players and also keep uh, Yvette on as coach. She's signed on again for next year. And uh, in the last six years of the ANZ Premiership, the only time the Pulse haven't been in the grand finals is when Yvette wasn't the coach, and that was last year. So it's crazy to think she comes straight back in and takes a team, like you said, from fifth all the way to winning a premiership. And she's one of those coaches that she builds a team culture. She gets the best out of her players and players will follow her into battle. She said, you know, when I was making them do port shuttles in grand final week, they're like, Yvette, do you know we have a grand final this weekend? She said, trust me, trust me, this is going to get us there. And that's, I think she's got that trust from her players. They will do and listen to her, as she says, and they know that she has got, I guess, the right game plan uh, heading into all these big matches. Uh,
0: tell us a wee bit about uh, the atmosphere, uh, Courtney. You know, as you said, you were lucky enough to be there. Uh, we went. Uh, most of us that watched it on television, etc. but there were some wonderful scenes afterwards with Harkas and Waiatas, etc. Really healthy.
1: Yeah, it was beautiful, and they had a sold-out crowd. They actually sold the stadium out as soon as the Pulse made the grand final. I think all the tickets sold out within that first hour of them going on sale. So we knew it was going to be a big crowd, and they would have that home crowd advantage. The Stars did have a whole section of their purple army. So as soon as you got to the stadium, you could just feel that energy and that vibe. And then obviously the Stars had a discipline uh, performance. But then at the end, you know, they performed their haka to to their crowd and I, it was really quite beautiful and moving and then the pulse did theirs as well so it was just overall it was just such a beautiful day i think for netball and for women in sports
0: and the other thing that's uh, of interest too is uh, it's always a good competition that leaves you hanging and wanting more uh, which brings uh, to the possibility of perhaps taking on the australian champions in a three-match series or five-match series what about that for a finale
1: Yeah, look, we would love that, and we speak about it on Inside Netball, on our Sky Sport uh, podcast, our Netball Show. We would love to see that. I mean, can you imagine? I know they do it in rugby league overseas, and rugby. Like, imagine seeing like our Pulse girls take on the winners of the Australian Netball League. I think it would be great. I think I think ticket sales would be through the roof. And also great exposure for these players because we do lose that. They only get to play Australia a couple of times a year. So I would love to see it. We're pushing for it. Whether or not it will happen, we don't know. But even for you know three matches to go against the best in Australia, I think it, that's a great idea.
0: And it'd be also very interesting to for the likes of Dame Nolene Taurora, of course, to to look at New Zealand netballers against Australian ones, not international sides, but they're still pretty much the cream of the crop, so uh, I, I can't I can't really see a downside to it.
1: No, neither, and I know like, um, some of our players could go and make it over in Australia if they did shift over there, but it's it's an uncertainty of how well a lot of them would actually go or would they step up in those big occasions. And I think Dame Knowles would be all for it because we know she coached over there. She coached the Sunshine Lightning. Uh, and also a lot of a few players have come from Australia over here. And the Australian Diamonds coach, Stacey Marinkovic, she was here last week watching all the matches in the stands of our ANZ Premiership. So she's come over to keep an eye on what's going on over here. We've had the English coaches out here watching as well, so, you know, I think that would be great for everyone to be able to see, you know, the best New Zealand side and the best Australian side go up against each other and just see where we're at.
0: Well, Courtney, the next thing uh, that's uh, on the agenda, of course, is the naming of the 12-player squad for the Commonwealth Games. That will be announced uh, later this month, uh, June 27th, so we're looking about a fortnight away from today. Um, okay, let, let's look at the possibilities of any surprises in that squad or, or disappointed players who or, will be unlucky.
1: Yeah, I look. I would like Kate Heffernan from the Steel. I think she might be a bolter. She's a very good uh, mid court player, and I think for the Ferns heading into the Com games, they're going to need a very defensive side, especially uh, players that can turn ball over in the mid court, which I think is Kate Heffernan and Maddie Gordon. So I'd love to see them in there. Um, There's going to be some disappointed players because, you know, there's about three people putting their hand up for one goal defence position, I would say. And I think Phoenix Karaka, she could be there. She's won a World Cup. But then you've got players like Ellie Temu and Kristiana Manua who played last night who are the informed goal defence players at the moment. So there's going to be some heartbreak there, I think. And then if you go down the shooting end, I mean... They're going to take Grayson Wecky, I believe, but do you take Alia Dunn or Maya Wilson? One of them is going to miss out or both of them are going to miss out? And then, you, and both of them played in the grand final last night. So I don't think there'll be many surprises, maybe one or two bolters, but I think there will be quite a bit of heartbreak.
0: So in terms of uh, medal chances as such, you'd have to think we're going to come home with something uh, around there next to the girls, but uh, I just wonder what, what, uh, what type it's going to be. How confident are you?
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. So before I spoke to uh, Deborah Knowles, I my confidence levels weren't too high just because of the crazy season that we've had with A and But they once I spoke to them, they were convinced that once they can get their goals together, that's where the magic happens. Because they know some players aren't quite where they need to be. If you look at Merlier and Ekanasio, who's coming back from having a baby, you've got players coming back from injury, so. They've even said, this was a few weeks ago, some players aren't where they need to be but they still had eight weeks until that first match and they they believe they know that they can when they get their group together, the magic can happen. So I am more convinced now after talking to them Um, and so pretty much our big thing is if we can beat England in the pool game then we will face Jamaica to get into the gold medal match. So as long as we can beat England, then I, we're guaranteed a gold or a silver, I believe. If we lose to England, then we then have to go and play Australia to try and get into mm. the gold medal match. So for me, if we can beat England first up, then we'll be away in Hessein, I think. So that, that'll be the biggest challenge uh, for the Ferns once they get to Birmingham.
0: Courtney, Tyree, thank you so much for your review of the ANZ Premiership season and the final in particular and looking forward to the naming of that Silver Ferns team. So much, uh, appreciate your time this morning. Courtney, have a great day. Thanks, When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.